Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Com. Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Companion. All right, everybody, welcome to another special episode of Rom Companion, the podcast where we improvise a rom com right before your very ears. Uh, today, I'm joined by a uh, very special guest. He is a sketch performer. He is a stand-up. He's an actor. He's got a great goatee. <laughs> you, you give off musician, too. Are you a musician? No, absolutely. I come from a family of musicians. Got it. Oh, so any, the, other, yeah. any other titles we should uh, include? Um, well, I... Uh... I just moved into a new room. That's uh, that's not a title. It's more uh, a, a factual statement. But oh, but <laughs> you, um, you got that Hollywood zip code now. Yeah, that so. that a nine zero six two zero six two. I don't nine 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 zero zero two six two six. All right. Yeah. Well, so he's a, a new Hollywoodian. Hollywoodian. There we go. That's the title, Hollywoodian and uh, uh, potential uh, Jumbo's clown room regular uh but oh. <laughs> not at that point i just live real close you know? all right great well uh uh his name is uh, jonathan farrock and yes. he's me our guest today how's it going jonathan it's going good i'm, I'm really excited you know i've seen a, a lot of rom-coms in my day and especially as a young in you know romanticizing the idea of being with someone so i'm excited to finally create something for the listener that incites that same feeling Great, we're gonna make that happen. Um, so uh, before we get started, I always like to start off by just asking your relationships to rom coms. You mentioned just right now that you grew up watching a bunch. What are some of your favorites? Yeah, so if I had to like pick a, a few favorites, I think. Or actually, before we talk about specifics, yeah. uh, I guess uh, like how, how how did you watch them? Was it like a video store thing? You watch them on TBS? What was your? Oh, I mean, I think it was around like I was always good with computers and stuff, so I always like pirated movies and stuff that I wanted to see. I was like, that was the way I did it because I couldn't go to like Blockbuster or like, or like Redbox or anything. So it was like the most easiest way to like, my, my friend who was in a film would reference something and instead of having to ask my parents to buy it, it was just, oh, I could just download it. So it was a ton of movies. I think, I think the first real rom-com that was like, oh, this speaks to me. I think it's like for every, you know, guy or whatever. It's like 500 days of summer. Yeah. I think everyone, this is, <clears throat> you know. That's a very uh, popular answer yeah. <laughs> we get, especially from our male guests. Yeah. And I think it makes sense. It's it's one of the ones that uh, uh, the narrative uh, uh, hits us yeah. at our lowest. And that's when we tend to connect the most, right? When you have the most pain, the most vulnerability after a breakup or something. Um, all right, great. So it yeah. uh, um, uh, uh, sounds like you've uh, watched a lot of different movies. And then yeah. rom-coms are just some things that trickled in. I'm just curious to hear. Uh, so first of all, you watched, you downloaded movies. I just yeah. want to state Jonathan did this when he was under 18. Yes. Don't come uh, after uh, him, uh, feds. Uh, no, and it's, uh, I just said I downloaded them. How? I mean, I don't know. Did I explicitly say that? Can we? You can said we pirate. Say, oh, I said pirate. We'll delete uh, that. As in, like, that's what I call when I, like, dress up and go on yeah, iTunes sure. and buy the buy these movies to download. That's true, yeah, Because yeah. I tell my parents, oh, I'm pirating right now. I'm just, uh, Yeah, you know. he's just with, like, Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and he exactly. would bust out the credit card yeah, and they pay a, yeah. full price. I'm drunk off a whole movies. bottle of rum. Yeah. <laughs> But 13 case, was a wild age. 13 was wild. In any case, he was 13, so you can't, you know, <laughs> you get a clean record when you turn 18. Yeah. Uh, um, what other movies did you catch, uh, download? Like, what were you into? Um, so, yeah, and then I think, uh, there's always, like, the, the generic ones, but, like, I think the ones that always stood out was, like, uh, 500 Days of Summer, Crazy Stupid Love. I really liked that one. That was always a good time. That's another good one. Yeah. But I thought about it the other day. I was like, what would be my, like, favorite rom-com? And I was like, even though it, it isn't, 
a rom-com, I went with uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, another That's another one that gets mentioned a lot uh, with yeah. 500 Days of Summer. That's my favorite rom-com. Yeah. Uh, yes, more of a rom-drom. It's but a rom-drom for there's sure. There's some uh, funny elements. But those two are just yes. very uh, uh, closely aligned. I, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, not to like overgeneralize, but I think uh, uh, like women's approach to romance is usually like new and warm and budding yeah. whereas men is always we don't really like talk we don't really start like listening to love songs and stuff until the end of a relationship yeah. <laughs> so we're much more like uh, uh, reflective just like man that was great but you know what it's time to move on yeah. I gotta toughen up I didn't listen it's so funny uh, I had a friend who really loved Jason Mraz yeah. and you know for those of you that don't listen to him he writes a lot of like fun light hearted love songs I didn't listen to Jason Mraz until after my first breakup <laughs> you know because my buddy kept trying to get me to listen to it and then he was like, this might cheer you up, maybe because make you think about the next love. Yeah. And I just like listened to it. And I was like, that was like my emo <laughs> phase. I was just like, oh, I'm going to listen to Jason Moran. Instead of ironing your hair and putting on eyeliner, you just got a fedora and started playing the guitar yeah. barefoot. <laughs> just yeah. That's a very, like I think, SoCal way of handling our yes. feelings. Going to the beach, getting sunburned with the fedora and a ukulele. <laughs> Uh, all right, great. Well, uh, you mentioned earlier, too, that uh, uh, you had a date. I want to hear uh, about that. Your yes. own little rom-com adventure. Yes. So uh, yesterday I, I went on a, a Hinge date. Um, I, uh, Shout out to Hinge. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's, the, it's one of the apps that I've been using. I've been on them. And yeah, I just, uh, it was on a whim, too. You know, it was a spur of the moment. I was in Echo Park. person matched with me, and I was already going to grab a drink in the area. So I invited them and they said, sure. So same day date. Yeah. It was that. Wow. Night. Yeah. That's very rom-com. Usually, you know, uh, 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 you don't have them just spur of the moment. It's usually like planned out like, Hey, what are you doing this Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> so that's very nice. Uh, uh, how, how did it go? So, I mean, I thought it went over really well. You know, it was a, it was a great time overall. You know, we got drinks, joking around, all that went over great. And, you know, it got, to that point where it's like, you want to get another drink or you want to, and then, you know, we ended up heading back to my place and we hung out for a bit. And then after a little while, um, eventually like she just kind of like switched and I was like, Oh no, did I like do, did I say it or like, but then she told me she had just gotten out of a relationship. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So again, we've all been there. That's yeah. very 500 days. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so who knows? Maybe maybe uh, yeah. time will tell. But this what this sounds like to me. This sounds like the the, the first opening scene yeah. of a rom com. You know, it does. Yeah, it does. But uh, you know, but it was this thing too, where like, you know, I had uh, during the pandemic was living with someone for a while in a long term relationship. So and I just started you know going out and, on these apps again. So I'm not at a point where I was like looking for anything serious. So I really feel bad. Like I hope that this person like wasn't like i don't know expecting something out of a, a rebound or something because i sure. was like yeah i was i was a little i was like oh no i'm so sorry you know didn't mean to like make you feel weird after a breakup because sure. i've been there you know it's i think we've all been there i think it's uh it's a common experience and especially with online dating you are either that person yeah. who um was looking for something serious and then you meet someone who's just in the rebound or you're the person who's on the rebound and then you meet someone, they're like, oh no, this person is like sweet and kind and yeah. I can't do this to them. Yeah. So it's, I think it's a very common occurrence. Uh, good, good topic, good way to broach into this. What do you think is the perfect length of time after a breakup to, to, like, to where at the point you can be like emotionally available again? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I've, I'm, I've had to, to really figure that out because 
Oh, I've, I have a very interesting relate, like, in relationship with dating and casual dating. Like, I remember when I first moved to, to LA at 26 years ago, and I matched with somebody and on Tinder, and we went, I met them, and I got in this like week-long fling, just totally enamored with them, called out of work, total like codependent, toxic shit, just wasn't mm. healthy at all. And I immediately, like, she broke up um, at, after like two weeks. And it was because she got back with her ex. Yeah, so yeah. there's a there's a there's a common theme here with uh, with some of the people I've been meeting on apps. But uh, yeah, and I was like hung up on that for like months. But I was so young, so I didn't understand how like casual dating was. And then now, you know, I think I think reasonably speaking, though, the answer to that would be I came out of a long term relationship recently, and I would say that took me over like a a year or so to really finally like accept that I wasn't with this person because we were together for a while and we lived together. So it was rough, but casual dating stuff. I don't know if it's like a few weeks. I think you, if you really liked them like a couple of days, but it shouldn't be something that's like hanging over you unless they were the one. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, great. I kind of agree with you. I think it's uh, the term that you use. I think I really agree with is like how long it takes you to accept yeah. that's over, you know, and for some people that could be really quick turnaround time. We all have met these people where it's just like, oh, they get dumped or they dump someone. They're like, it's over. I'm ready to move it. And they, you know, you've met those people that like one week they don't have a, they're single yeah. and the next week they have a boyfriend again or a girlfriend again. Right. So those people, I think they just accept it really quickly. There are some other folks that are like years out, still hung up on an ex, you know, yeah. and they're the ones that don't really open themselves up again. So, uh, uh, yeah. And again, I think I mentioned we've all been there, you know, uh, uh, and I think the, all, the best we can do is just give each other some grace. Yeah. Because I've been the person and like, oh, what? You're still hung up on your ex? How could you? But I, the, you know what? I've been there too. Yeah. Let's give them the grace. And then vice versa. If I've ever been, you know, someone who's just like, you know what? This isn't not looking for anything serious right now. I just want to go out there and have some fun and you see someone who is like kind. I hope they can give me the grace to realize like, oh, hey, like, he's, in a, he's not in a good place right now. He's not, you know, uh, uh, fully healed yet. So yeah. hopefully they don't hold it against me. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I've been there. Like I remember I went out um, uh, after a breakup with my roommate and we went to like this warehouse rave thing after hours. And like we were hanging out with these people and I thought one of them was like really cool. But... And I thought they were interested, but they were like very clear, like, oh no, you, you're going through a breakup. Like you're going through something like mm-hmm. you, they, like, even if you want every desire to move on or do something like inherently, like you can't, you, you got to take time to really like accept it because if you force it, people could tell, you know, wise words, wise words. Yes. Uh, so hopefully, uh, uh, your, you know, future experience with hinge, maybe with this person, with other people. Hopefully, uh, uh, it'll it'll align. And yeah. I think that's the best. That's the best when yeah. uh, uh, the expectations are aligned. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get to know our star now, uh, the protagonist for our rom-com, Jonathan. Uh, we always like to begin with this favorite one. Uh, what is your favorite rom-com? And if you can't pick one, give me the top three. Yeah, so uh, I think I answered earlier. I'll say Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Favorite. Oh, favorite. Favorite, yeah. That's your favorite. That's my favorite. All right, what yes. do you like about it? So I'll tell you this. So I've uh, so I've seen it like eight times, mm-hmm. <laughs> all at like drastically different points of my life from like middle school on, and it's like uh, it's like anything you want it to be like depending on where you're at, right? Like if you're alone, it's like God, I wish I loved like this, but 
you're in a relationship, it's like, I could let, never let go of my baby no matter what. Mm -hmm. But if you just got back with your ex, it's like, see, she didn't give a shit when I talk, when she, like, he called her the, whatever names, like, why could you get over it? You know, it's just like, I don't know. It's a, it can really fit any, any moment of your life. And that music, that soundtrack, like great soundtrack. Yeah. I remember going through breakups and stuff. I just listened to that piano and stare longingly at the, like, the Miami rain and just being like, like a gosh darn, like hopeless romantic at 14, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's uh it just, I don't know. It's just a beautiful film. And I, I know it's like more rom drum, but I feel like, I don't know. There's always funny moments. It's Jim Carrey. I feel like at his best performance and Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt. What? You said Jim Carrey. I, I said Jim Carrey, right? I think I said Jim Carrey. I'm yeah. pretty sure I said Jim Carrey. 500 Days of Summer? I said Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Or did I say 500 Days of Summer? I thought you said 500 Days of Summer. Oh, sorry. I was saying, I was talking about Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So, favorite is Eternal Sunshine. Yes, I apologize. And, uh, okay, great, great, great. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, let me reframe my mind because I was going to ask you about uh, 500 Days. I apologize, uh, yeah. Eternal Sunshine, um, uh, uh, you feel like you could watch it at any point and feel you, you've experienced something different, right? I think so, yeah. There's always something to take from it, I feel, you know? What do you think you're taking from it now, like, if you were to watch it today? Yeah. Um, I, I think the big takeaway um, is especially having processed a breakup and, like, wanting to, to forget, right? That, mm -hmm. Because of that hurt, especially. Because, like, the way we broke up really sucked, and then uh, me and my ex, and it was a lot, but... I, you know, I think the overall thing is you, you want it, you have to keep everything, the good and the bad, because it's what, that's what like love is for a person. And to those memories, sometimes it's better to, to, to live with the, the love and the hurt as opposed to not having any of it at all. Mm. And I, I think that's like a beautiful thing to think about, um, because in, in, in your worst moment, and it, it showed it, he was losing those memories and there's nothing that character wanted more than to, to hold on to yeah. those moments, even if he was never going to be with that person again. Um, but yeah. And I think that's, that's worth, you know, at the end they you know, it's implied that they get back together or whatever. For me, it's more just kind of like an acceptance of who they are. And then as a result of, yeah, exactly. So that's why it's like, <laughs> I made it a joke of just like, you're getting back with your ex, you know, they, they got over it, you know, it's, it's that thing. But yeah, overall, it's, it's just learning to accept and love the moments you had with a person and let go of, of the relationship in a healthy way. And I appreciate it. But yeah, I think that's my takeaway. All right, great, great, great reading, great interpretation of it on the mend. Uh, all right, uh, next question. What is your dream job? Or what was your dream job as a kid? Uh, so... Um, you said it, I looked like a musician. I always did want to be like a musician, but like specifically like a world-class pianist, but just enough to where I could like play and sing at the same time and impress people. <laughs> like it was never real, like, oh, interesting. you know, I thought that would always be a cool, like career path type thing, but any, uh, any, um, uh, like, uh, uh, heroes or any inspirations? I'm thinking like Elton John, John Legend. Oh, none of that. Uh, it was more totally because uh, <laughs> totally, like my older brother was like super talented and stuff, and I was like envious that he was like. But like singing, yeah. like, piano and singing, I think that's yeah. a very like interesting combo. Obviously, uh, uh, 
there are a lot of artists that do that that can yeah. do that but like wh- who were the ones that, who was the person or who were some of the artists where you were like trying to be like oh uh I, in that case i think um i know you mentioned your brother's one so that's a good yeah. inspiration well, yeah. not so much to be like him more better than him but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh i think uh um i think alex turner from the arctic monkeys is a pretty uh talented musician i really like his uh his way of the way he sings and it's crazy if you listen to his concerts it's <laughs> you kind of just are like I should just listen to the album instead of paying to see him live because it's so perfect <laughs> so I think him uh I mean I don't know Lady Gaga is fucking <laughs> wow a, a okay fucking so beast. Kind of yeah just everything just seeing that just like rock. people treating it like they're playing the drums and their legs are moving and they're just like passion. I don't know it's just it's like they're possessed yeah, and it's like exactly. kind of letting the music and the art come through them uh, 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 your brother what does he play so he was, uh, he played like piano, drums, uh, guitar. Oh, wow. Like he was a pretty, like all around. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was supposed to be like Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber, but he didn't, <laughs> he didn't try hard enough to, to make it to that point. But he did pop? Uh, yeah, pretty much. He was like a pop artist. Like he, he like break danced and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like a, I come from a very interesting family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and what's his name? Oh, his name's Chris. Are you, do you still feel, uh, competitive with Chris? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're we're at like such different points in our lives. You know, he's he's, he's gone his path, and I've got mine. It's like I've I reached a point where I can't really even compare because you know he's off doing his own thing. I'm doing my own thing. Sure, and, yeah, and totally oh, different. Yeah, and also I'm doing. He's not a stand-up, is yeah. he? Yeah, no, he's not doing <laughs> exactly. He can never do comedy or anything. Yeah, so yeah. It's like that's the thing. It's like I found my niche, my thing. Yeah. So. All right, great. Uh, so, uh, uh, next question. You know, every rom com has that someone that they can talk things off with, bouncings off of. That's they're gonna be the rom com best friend. Who's your rom com best friend? Uh, okay, so I went. Uh, you know, I think my my rom com best friend is uh, my friend John. Uh, he's uh, he's an interesting guy. He's a uh, he's just like an eighty four year old old Hollywood starlet who's been reincarnated in the body of a 40 year old gay man from Pittsburgh. (laughs) Just, he's just my favorite person in the world, you know, constant, like just the funniest, anything that I say, he always has like something. And if I need something like advice or anything, he's never judging or anything, just totally open. So I I really think he's like the go-to for, for any questions or advice that I need for like a romantic situation. How'd y'all meet? Uh, so when I moved to Miami, I, uh, I ended up moving into a house in Highland Park with four other uh, comics, um, and they were all <laughs> they're all in their mid thirties. So I was like, my college, like going away to college, was like going to this house full of like <laughs> depressed comedians. So I, that's how I met him, and uh, he was living there, and we just became really close. And he showed me, you know, the LA comedy scene, and and really helped me develop as a comedian because I came out here very fresh, not really knowing what I was doing. Great. Uh, uh, and in terms of, like, uh, the advice he gives you, what type of stuff does he... Because, uh, uh, of course, gives you good um, stand-up advice, but when it comes to, like, your personal relationships, what's yeah. his, like, usual viewpoint? Take care of yourself or, like, be vulnerable? What does he say? I, he's a, I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely that, but it's it's... He sees things from like all angles, and that's what I appreciate. You know, when I say something like this, he'll he'll think about like what the other person's going through and why they would be reacting. And, oh, good. And like he'll 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 respond in that way. Like oh, you know, like exactly the situation that I, I, the data I went on. You know, I mentioned to them I was worried that you know if I did like did anything wrong or said anything, and and I told them what happened. They said you know it's 
you know, I've been in this situation before, you know, sometimes, you know, you think you're ready to, after dating somebody and you just get into it and maybe she just wasn't, you know, ready. And, and I appreciate that because, you know, <laughs> I, uh, if I were to, uh, you know, I'm from Miami, so not to say that everybody, my friends from there are, are like this, but like, it's very br kind of bro-y, you know, so it's, it would be just being like, oh, this fucking sucks, bro. You know, it's like, it would be that kind of response had I, you know, like, had like a college friend or something, but yeah. I felt like with him, it's like genuinely human, mature point of view, which really helps me. A lot of, a lot of compassion, a lot of uh, like giving perspectives, and yeah, that's great. That's good to to have. Great. So uh, uh, and then like lastly, what are just some ways uh, other ways you would describe John? You mentioned he's like a, a classic Hollywood, yeah, like, like <laughs> old starlet in a in a man. Anything else? Uh, is he loud? Is he boisterous? Oh he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sensitive. Uh, yeah, no, he's very uh, empathetic, sensitive. Um, <laughs> he's very much speaks his mind uh, when he feels there's a injustice in the world. Um, one of his uh, one of his habits is uh, if there's like something in the news about something with like a police or like something happens with cops or something. He'll call the police station those cops are stationed like they're mm -hmm. from, and ask them questions like, "Have you done anything about this?" And like he'll call them. Like he's he's that type of guy where he uh, he, he takes initiative and really wants to to do some sort of positive change in the world. So Great. that's pretty. Cool. I love that. I think we should all do that. Everybody yeah. uh, get to uh, know all the. Was it called the non-emergency lines of yeah. the police uh, stations? Hold them accountable. I love that about John. Yeah. All right, great. Uh, last question about you. Uh, what does your ha happily ever after look like? We all have seen it before uh, in rom-coms. Sometimes they get the job. Sometimes they get the girl. Sometimes they yeah. move away. What does yours look like? Oh, okay. I uh, maybe it's because of my my lack of foresight or life planning, but. I don't know. It's uh, it's like knowing that you know when I go say we're living together or something. It's just knowing when I go out and hang out on the couch with them. It, it never stops like feeling like the best thing in the world. Mm. You know, I think I you know it, if that even is possible. You know, I don't know if that is. I haven't been with somebody that long for to experience that happily ever after. But I'd imagine from what I've gathered from people who found their soulmates. You know, that tends to be the the experience. It's just like. You know, best friend, like it just never stops. Yeah. You know, feeling like like this is what the person you should be with. That's really great. So it's it's kind of more of like a like a, a personal casual, like not even yeah. casual, but like uh, uh, it's just like an internal feeling. It's not so much like white picket fans, two kids, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, hey, can we just sit down and be chill? Yeah, that's great. That's a it's a new answer for us, and I think okay. I'm gonna have a hard time. <laughs> Writing a, oh, a movie. Like, oh, you know. sorry. I mean, in the sense that, like, to make it a little more like specific, it's just like, uh, yeah. I just, you know, I, of course, you want to have a level of like success or whatever, like a nice house or something. But I feel like with the right person, whoever you're with, you know, whatever the circumstances end up being, that's the that's what it's supposed to be, right? So. Yeah. If it ends up being the white picket fence, it's the white picket fence. If it ends up being one of those apartments off La Brea you need to go through 20 gates to get to, then that's where we're living, you know? But regardless of that, if I could just have that feeling of going out on the couch at, like, yeah. midnight and watching Drag Race or something, you know? Yeah, no, that's great. And I didn't want to uh, make you feel <laughs> No, I wasn't trying to, like, bad the about that answer. No, that's yeah. a good answer. I think, yeah. uh, uh, I think it's a nice challenge, but it's not a bad yeah. response. It's a definitely true, valid thing. So, uh, great. Uh, uh, these are some very, like, 
grounded, just yeah. very like. I'm uh, making you uh, work for this one. <laughs> very focused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like I want to be an astronaut. It's very just like I just want to be happy. It's like, Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, I go to therapy. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's done all the work already. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he's very at peace. All right, great. So uh, now that we've got to know our star, we, of course, need to get to know the co-star. So we're going to hear uh, a little bit more about uh, uh, what you look for an ideal partner. So why don't you first tell us about your ideal partner? Okay. And my is, bad, I've not been typing. Don't worry. For this one, you'll get all the specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here this we go. This is my bad. I should really be typing all this stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you need a minute or? No, no, no. Okay, please cool. go ahead. I can talk uh, while you talk. I type while you talk. Okay, cool. So my ideal partner, I'd say, uh, they got to be kind, uh, considerate, funny, empathetic, passionate, supportive, little wild. But uh, I've gone to therapy and have a good handle on it kind of mm-hmm. way. Uh, yeah, uh, someone who goes through, uh, doesn't rely on uh, SpongeBob memes to communicate. Whoa, uh, that's specific. <laughs> no influencer types. Preferably some sort of artist or at least artistically inclined. Not a fan of Machine Gun Kelly. And doesn't, uh, doesn't have a TikTok where they respond to comments from their 263 followers. And uh, lastly, uh, doesn't have the same name as my mom or sister. Uh, and their names are? Uh, Vanessa and Celine. <laughs> Vanessa and Celine? Yes. Okay, we will steer, steer clear of that. Uh, uh, I spelled that right? Uh, there you go. Uh, uh, sorry, and, sorry you, uh, not a fan of who? Was it Logan Paul? No, MGK. MGK, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, you really thought about that. Uh, uh, I wanted to give some sort of like some specifics. No, some that's sort great. Of like. uh, but I think I think you hit a lot of the really good ones. Yeah. Your kind, supportive, uh, considerate. Those are of course great green flags to always see. But maybe I should change the way that this uh, uh, is asked because I think because everybody says that yeah. and it doesn't really help because. What am I going to do? Play a terrible character, right? Right, right. Everybody's always like, yeah, you got to be kind. But these red flags that you have are great. This is like gold. <laughs> I may change this question up. Yeah. No SpongeBob memes, not an influencer, no TikTok responding to. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so self-indulgent, right? <laughs> to be like, listen, I'm an influencer. I get thousands of comments. But instead of just accepting them, I'm going to read them out to you. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh how did you come up with this list? Have you met people like this before? Or is this, uh, you dated people like this before? Like, I mean, half, it's, it's more just the trends of LA influencers and, you know, people my age, I feel, at this point. You know, the kind of people I see on dating apps now. And I matched with a, a girl on Hinge, and I remember we were texting one night, and he's like, what are you up to? And it's just late night watching SpongeBob. And it's like, next <laughs> night, what are you up to? Late night watching SpongeBob. And it's just like, okay, I mean... I get it. It's a, it's a good. I loved it, and I still do. But I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of other great shows besides SpongeBob. But you know, maybe I am. I'm uh, so sorry. Maybe I'm just too out of touch. Is that a joke, or is they are they literally watching? Legitimately, s- I'm not kidding. Like I was. I, I was like. I was How like, old are they? <laughs> like, I think she was like 27. 27? Wow. It was, and, and I don't mean to judge. I get it. I get high. I put shit on, but it was just like. <laughs> hey, sometimes yeah. the only thing you have is Paramount Plus, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's, that's what got. it is. You're like, you got the seven day trial. All right. Know? I don't have HBO Max. I'll be watching hacks. Yeah. What an interesting. Uh, uh, I would love to meet that person. The yeah. person. And again, and this is, if this is you, like, yeah. no judgment, but also a little bit of judgment <laughs> to like. 
your 11 p.m. mood is, and, and it's nice. It's like you're yeah. you're going back to your childhood. It's something that's like a, a, a wind down. You know, maybe it's a bit relaxing. Some people look. Some people watch The Office at night. Yeah, yeah. Some people watch Friends. But it was interesting. Spongebob could just yeah. be the next Friends of the Office. Well, yeah. Maybe. And it was just two that they mentioned before that they were going out drinking in downtown. And like drinking in downtown is like a very like, I know it's different. It's like a very It's like fun. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Right? If you've never so, been to downtown LA, it is, yeah. it is like when you go out, you're intending, I think, to like stay out all night. Yeah. Go to different bars. You're going to take an Uber back. So she took an Uber back to watch Spongebob. <laughs> And yeah, so I just thought that was interesting. And then uh, after they didn't text me back, so you know, you were giving uh, Patrick. Sorry, <laughs> and I just want to make this clear: I still yeah. watch SpongeBob. I I'm still... being a Squidward. I'm being a Squidward. You're being a total yeah, Squidward. Being we're both being Squidward yes, right now. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I do watch it. I do love it. But I do, I do think it's interesting that that uh, occupies someone's nighttime uh, personality. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, great. So we got a good chance to um, hear what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. Uh, but I want to hear more about uh, not just your idealized version, but I want to hear the truth. Yeah. So about your past. So who have you dated before and why, and why didn't things work out? Um, have you dated any SpongeBobbers? <laughs> and it's like, babe, turn it off. I can't go to sleep. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this is why me and my ex broke up. That's why it didn't work out during the pandemic. It's yeah, just she laughed. Stop marathon. She started laughing like yeah. um, dressed in a no top, square pants. <laughs> it's just it was weird. No, it, yeah. So uh, no, I've definitely. I think I've uh, you know I've dated all kinds of people. You know, it's like everyone says that, right? It's like oh, I, I'm open, but like I don't know. I'm I'm pretty open, right? Like. I've had to accept a lot of my like anxieties and insecurities, which I think is great, but uh, sometimes has me missing red flags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, some people I dated like worked in fashion, played in bands, or like were assistants in general finance. You know, LA has like a lot of people, and I'm on the apps, so it's like in waves. But the people that I mostly <laughs> uh, tend to see consistently, and I don't mean this to sound bad, but like. Or people who are going through something. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, I mean, like, not that I like seek that out. I'm not like in my bio, like, hey, people in crisis hit me up. But yeah. it's like, but like, I don't know. And it's this thing where, like, I think the person I'm with is being open. And then, you know, but then I started seeing this pattern of just like someone saying that you just broken up with somebody or like saying some shit like, oh, you, you look like my ex. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah, stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, I got to watch out for these red flags earlier. And, uh, but I think it's the eyebrows. I really think eyebrows and, and racially ambiguous. So people tend to, you know, say I look like a lot of people. But, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's this thing of just I really like understanding, getting to know people. And in that, I can justify, you know, a lot of things. And I guess, you know... Sometimes it's it's just people that are like yeah going, getting through a relationship or something and or dealing with like a lot of personal stuff like I met somebody the person I dated for a long time was you know again one of the like a person that I really enjoyed being with but I definitely had uh, you know a lot of stuff that they they were dealing with at the time and luckily like we we were fine despite of all that but yeah <laughs> I don't know maybe maybe it's also reflective on me maybe it's just I'm also always going through something so who knows. I've always, you know, 
heard this and I, I've come to kind of believe it. I think you attract what you put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, and, you know, not to, no, to make any it. No, I get statements it. or judgment, but uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it seems like uh, people feel safe or they feel a kindred spirit around yeah. you where it's like, hey, I'm going through something. I'm just breaking up. They see you. They're like, okay, good. I, I can... I can yeah. talk about my ex with this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's got listening eyes or whatever. Yeah. And I like listening. It's just too. It's like, yeah. I like listening to people. And I think so. that's also like, because yeah. other people would be like, okay, I'm not really feeling it. And they talk, they yeah. stop talking, but you maybe continue to engage with them, which yeah. is nice. And I think that's always, just, again, a kind thing to do, a nice, uh, graceful thing. If they're still talking, if they're going through something, yeah. uh, be a human and just listen yeah. to them. Yeah. And if you are, uh, my Instagram will be linked in the, the podcast description. So feel free to DM. I'm just kidding. No, don't do that. Uh, go to, go to your mom or dad and talk to them first. I'll go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, what I'm sensing here, no, no real type, but you feel like it yeah, feels like exactly. you the whole spectrum. Yeah. What would you say is the reason why things don't usually work out? Is it because they're still going through things? Um, yeah, I think that uh, it's, uh, I mean, I found that like the people I saw for a while, it was more like things kind of like reached like a plateau of like, okay, we've been seeing each other for a while. And like, not to say it needs to reach a certain point, but it's like, we're not even like, like a couple or doing anything. It's just like, I'm just like a glorified like teddy bear at this point. You just keep mm. inviting me over to like, watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia and eat some badly cooked pasta. You know, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm appreciating your company, but we're not even talking at this point. It's just you watching TV. So With you around, yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So it sounds like uh, um, not a lot of commitment. So maybe you right. date a lot of women with commitment issues or they said yeah. you have commitment issues so they don't feel safe proceeding. Yeah, I mean, it could be a lot of, a lot of things, you know, but yeah, my... Also, I, I realized too, like, yeah, I guess that sometimes in, in my effort to, to understand people and, and, and like get to know them more, I guess maybe that, that isn't what, you know, people want, you know, sometimes they, they just want to like vent or talk and not really have some sort of like problem solving or some sort of answer to everything. And I guess maybe that's the thing I need to work on personally. Great. All right. Awesome. Uh, uh, perfect. Uh, good to hear that dating history again, right now I'm thinking, how am I going to yeah squeeze in? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I'll, I'll try to find a way to do this respectfully uh, into the improv. Hey, uh, no, and I'll say this: go balls to the walls as far whatever you need. Don't worry about crossing any lines with me. I'm, I want this to be the best rom com in the world. All right, all right, perfect. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question: Where do you like to meet people? I think we already talked about Hinge, but uh, this doesn't necessarily need to be uh, from a dating context. Yeah. Like uh, some people like to go to like bookstores, board game stores. Yeah. Where do you like to go to meet people? Yeah, I think uh, I just <laughs> bars probably. It's for me at this point, you know, living in Hollywood right now, just moved here. And I, th- I think when I go on dates and stuff or match on dating apps, I, I feel like the first date, getting a drink or something for me, it's, it's kind of the, the move. It's like a social lubricant. Yeah, exactly. It just, it makes things easier and because the reality, I think the reality of us meeting on a, like an app is still, it's not as taboo, but I think that's a little strange. And okay. I think having, having that environment and like being in a bar specific, like, cause you go to coffee shops and I've been on coffee shop dates and stuff, but 
um, just the environment of a bar, sure. the dim lights. It feels like you can really open up to each other there. Uh, uh, what about uh, not necessarily like just dates, but like we'd like to go like to meet new people. And, like, oh, to meet new people. I apologize. Yeah. So that's why I was saying the dating apps is I'm really bad at like, you know, I've never been good on approaching people because I'm, I'm very, uh, believe it or not, very introverted and a little, in, a, a little insecure as you could tell. But like, uh, do you like yeah. go to the gym or? Go oh, to the sorry, I, I keep uh, dodging the question because I don't meet people in person. I now, yeah, I guess, just at bars or like a comedy show or something. You comedy know? shows, okay. yeah, or like groups of friends, something you know, connect that way. What's your uh, go-to drink? Uh, right now, it's a vodka sprite. Ooh, good one, vodka sprite. And then, uh, uh, do you ever buy drinks or pick cocktails for people? Oh no, I don't know shit about drinks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last <laughs> question: Do you like to chase or be chased? I think that, um, you know, I, I, I think a little bit of both is always a, a, got a good time, you know, like when you find someone, you lock, you lock eyes and you know, like, hey, man, this might be something. Then it becomes a nice little back and forth, you know, like bump at, at the bar, you know, smoke a joint outside or something like, you know, it's, it's like fun. I, I like that part of, of like, going to, like going out and meeting people in person or dating like that. But yeah, I think, uh, but I mean, honestly, I think everyone's going to say, like, there's nothing. Being chased is always, <laughs> it's a always flattering feeling. Yeah. yeah, very flattering. That's a good way of putting it. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, great. Uh, uh, a little <clears throat> bit of both. We'll find our way to, to make this a little bit yeah. of both. All right, great. Uh, so we got to know our star, uh, Jonathan. We've gotten to know uh, what he looks for in his dating uh, uh, ideals and his dating past. So when we get back from our break, we're going to... Put this all into a nice little rom-com for you. Before we do that, we had to talk about our sponsor. Jonathan, yeah. who's our sponsor this week? Oh, okay. Hold the phone. Uh, <laughs> um, real make-believe? What are we going with? I don't know. Uh, oh. You can pick, man. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> our sponsor is going to be Raising Canes. Raising Canes. <laughs> Raising big, Canes. Uh, uh, folks, if you've got two to three hours to wait in a drive-thru, <laughs> yeah. there is no better place to yeah. get a, a dry chicken sandwich or chicken, chicken strips than Raising Canes. What do you love about Raising Canes? What I love about it? Oh, man. If you ever wanted to, if you ever wanted to experience what an old Hollywood burger diner feels like, where everyone's just parked out front wait, waiting for the... Go to Raising Cane's. I love that place. Their tenders are... They're there when you need them. They're better than McDonald's nuggets, and they're, they're better... No, on par with Wendy's. On par with Wendy's. But don't go to Wendy's. Go to Raising Cane's. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like a nudge... It's still Raising Cane's. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Raising Cane's and uh, Wendy's. <laughs> Get at us. We will sponsor us, and we yeah. will we will give you the same treatment. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and see you after this break. All right, everybody, welcome back. Hope you had a nice long break. We took a a pretty long break, <laughs> yeah. longer than I expected. But uh, we are uh, fully ready now to take the uh, information that Jonathan gave us in the interview, and we're going to go ahead and put together. In our rom com, are you ready, Jonathan? I'm ready. Let's All right. Do this. We're gonna go ahead, and we are going to open up. Uh, this is a flashback. Title card says, "Oh gosh, I don't know how old you are." The title card opens up, <laughs> and it is uh, 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 2005. We see uh, a young, 
uh, like 10, 10 to 12 year old. We're at nine. Jonathan. We're about nine. Yeah. 2005, nine or 10. Yeah. So he's like nine or 10 and he's at a, uh, uh, audience, uh, it's a talent show. Mm. And, uh, we see, uh, 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 a one-man band uh, with his brother Chris. He's just on stage. It's a talent show. His parents are recording. They mm. got uh, the old-school camcorders. And uh, meanwhile, Jonathan's in the audience, and he's just seeing mm. everybody is. He always gets what he wants. That's right. And uh, and before uh, yeah, he's got the guitar. He's got the little harmonica yeah. on the around the neck. He's got the thing where you stomp, and it uh, you know it's like a little. Yeah. Um, springs that like have the drums on his back so yeah. he's he's got percussions yeah he's got rhythm he's got uh, uh he's melody got, he's got strings on his toes to hit little symbols that are far out on the side of the stage he's got it all that's right that's right uh and the audience is saying go chris go chris go chris <laughs> yeah. uh um and then uh uh jonathan's mom is just memor uh, mesmerized on the yeah. stage and jonathan turns to his mom Mom, you know I have the potential to do this too, right? I'm actually, I'm pretty good. Shh, uh, we're paying attention to your brother, Chris. But mom, I'm, I'm like, seriously, like, I've, I've, I know, like, the C scale already. I've taught that myself. I think I'm really capable. Can of, like, you wait until after the song? Ugh, I should, I should have raised you right now. Oh, my gosh, whatever. Fine. Uh, 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 as uh, uh, Chris crescendos into this amazing uh, um, finale, uh, audience uh, standing ovation. And one kid, uh, the lady next to Jonathan, stands up and knocks Jonathan out, uh, and he is unconscious. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna go ahead and we go into this like psychedelic dream <laughs> sequence where Jonathan is just this kid and. Yeah. Uh, what do you see in this view sequence? Okay, so <laughs> first thing that came to mind was uh, for some reason I'm just uh, in like a, like a Stranger Things upside down scenario and it's just me and Ray Charles, <laughs> whatever that means. Maybe he's trying to bestow some wisdom on me. He's not saying words, but all I see is him mining some piano and, and just he, nodding at me. He turns to Jonathan. Hey there, young man. How's it going? Hey, I, uh, I, I think I've seen you before. I think one of my teachers taught me about you. you <laughs> That's probably, right. A yeah. lot of music teachers have pictures of me on their walls. <laughs> Is it true you can't see? Oh, in this world, I can see because music is my vision and song <laughs> is the colors. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it, Ray. I get it. So tell me, how's heaven? Oh, it's not good up here. <laughs> it's not. There's too many people. Yeah. They let anybody in. Turns out, the only way, the only thing you have to do to get into heaven, you just had to uh, say God bless you when people sneeze. That's the only <sighs> threshold. The only threshold. Yeah. They don't like the tight. Oh, okay. And they don't like regular, bless you. Oh. They don't like, uh, if you make one of those like dumb jokes or just like, oh, he got it out of him, uh, they, go, they go straight to hell for that. Oh, I appreciate the, the, you know, yeah. the, the, the rules of getting in, Ray Charles. That was, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have known otherwise. So you just know. anytime someone sneezes, tell them, God bless you. God blesses you. And literally. Yes. 
straight to heaven. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Yes, Marie Charles. I need. I need. A, I need to know. I'm, I'm not really a talented musician on, on earth, but if I were to go to heaven, is there like some sort of way to you just don't, bestow knowledge? You don't need to wait to go to heaven, young man. Here's all it is, and here's the uh, thing. Only thing holding you back. When you play piano, you look down with your eyes. You see the keys. You see your fingers move. I want you to, next time you see a piano, close your eyes. Feel the music. Feel the vibration in your fingers. Feel the tickle on your nostrils. Feel. You know what music tastes like? I I have, is is it like... You know, like watermelon. Stick on your tongue out. Oh, Stick your oh, tongue out. Okay. Literally taste uh, the music. Uh, uh, there you go, young man. Uh, you'll be a uh, you'll be a great musician in no time. <laughs> it, it's it's awfully quiet for me to be tasting music right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Not no. You can't taste my music. You have to taste uh, it when you play. Next uh, time you play. Oh, oh, so I didn't have to have my tongue out this whole time. No, oh, no okay. I don't know. I thought you was, oh. a weird, you was a weird kid. Uh, but hey. I hear them calling your name. Oh. Go back there and remember, feel the music okay. with everything, all your other senses. Okay, Ray Charles. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, 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 Jonathan wakes up yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> everyone's still applauding. <laughs> no one stopped to check on him. <laughs> this has been a standing ovation going mm. on for 16 minutes. Uh, uh, everyone's still cheering for Chris. Okay. At that moment, that's when I knew. I needed to, to prove to the world and everyone once and for all that I had what it took. So at that moment, I walked on that stage, pushed my brother out of the way, and got on that piano, closed my eyes, and played the worst goddamn recital of my life. But gosh darn it, my mom said afterwards, at least you tried. And the whole audience, everyone could feel it. This is terrible music, but he felt it. He put his whole heart and soul into that song. And uh, uh, at the end, everybody gave like the little tepid uh, 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 applause. And then we um, flash forward from that moment to it is now uh, 2022. Jonathan's at a battle of the bands. <laughs> and instead, that tepid applause has grown yeah. Into raucous cheers. Uh, uh, now, this time, Jonathan's parents are recording him. Yes. And Chris is in the <laughs> audience, just like, yeah. You know, I'm gonna get my real estate license this summer. <laughs> uh, 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 and then um, we zoom in on um, one of the drummers. Um, gosh, what's it called? The logo on the drum kit? You know, what I'm talking oh, about? on the bass yeah, drum. Oh, no, it's a decal. Is it? Decal? Yeah, the decal. Yeah. yeah. So we zoom in on one of the decals. And the decal says, music of the heart. Music <laughs> of the heart. Yes. Music of the heart. Uh, a tale of self-discovery and perseverance. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, cut away, fade from black to that. And now we're going to open. And uh, Jonathan is in bed. He's got uh, some random uh, hinge hookup next to him, but she's like, she's like passed out. Her, her face is in the pillow, so we don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but then he gets a phone call. Hello? 
Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? It's Rick, your agent. Ah, uh, for fuck's sake, Rick. I told you to call me later today. What's going on? Oh, buddy. <laughs> Hasn't anybody told you? It's at 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh, so what? I don't... It doesn't matter, you know... You want to call you later than 2.30. My morning start at 5. That's how it always works. My, my, my... Technically, my day start, ends at 5, so we got to be somewhere in the middle, bud. Okay, well, you know what? We could squeeze in a minute, I guess. I don't know. Why now? What, what's going on? Tell me. I just want to let you know that uh, I was talking to Rolling Stone, and guess what? What? They're, they're going to write another article about how my, my piano playing skills is not up to par, or like some shit about how it's... it's, it's no, no, it's or, good news. What is it? It's good news. Hey, you relax, man. Get a, <laughs> get a, get a, get a cup of coffee. Uh, they're doing their their next issue, the 30 under 30, and they want to put you on, but uh, it's real close. You're sitting at 31, 32. Oh, no. So here's what I need you to do, bud. I uh, booked you a couple of gigs this weekend. How about you, uh, uh, you know... Clean yourself up, get some coffee, and just do a good job. And if you do a good job, maybe uh, some of the uh, reps will see you, take some photographs, get some traction. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, whatever, whatever, Rick. Uh, I'm getting paid, right? Like, uh, I'm going to get, like, a decent, uh, like, I'm not going to do this shit for free. Oh, sorry. I'm going to go into a tunnel right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Rick! Rick! (laughs) Hey, uh, Uh. Melissa, can you get my next call? (laughs) I need to (laughs) phone (laughs) up. Uh, uh, so, uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, wakes up and, uh, starts getting ready for the, the gig. So, uh, he's gonna do his morning routine or his, uh, his 2 p.m. routine. What's My it look 2 like? 2 p.m. routine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Starts like every other day as a, a, a Rolling Stone 31 or 32, you know, just wake up at 2 p.m., you know, wake up the, the hinge date. Let them know, hey, yeah, hey, 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 what happened? Hey, I have, I have really important shows to do, and I don't think I could have you stay here. Okay. Can you, can you? Do you have like a friend who could? I I can call an Uber. It's not, but I mean, you just can't. This is my apartment, (laughs) and then we zoom out and realize. Oh, for fuck's sake! God damn it! Oh, so oh. Uh, oh, I'm wearing your underwear. Oh my god! That, that um, yeah, take those off. Yeah, That's this weird. is like not to say this is normal for me. Like this is I, I just wasn't thinking, but it, not that you would judge because I think we're at a point in time where this isn't except. Uh, anyways, fine, fine. I'll, I'll get my stuff and leave. I'm sorry. Oh my god. How uh, do I how do I unmatch someone on Hinge? <laughs> we cut to <laughs> we cut to uh, 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 he's cruising in his convertible uh, uh what color is your convert what's like what's the make and model and color um it's a <laughs> it's a 2007 convertible pt cruiser hybrid oh, I, okay <laughs> he's got a pt cruiser i i, I it was a it was a it was a passion project <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got it's got the wood panel so he's got kind of yeah. got a bit more uh a retro and uh the license plate says rock on but the <laughs> the letters obviously rock on was taken so it's like you can barely make out no that. it's rock on but since my last name is for rock it's just r-a-c-h on so it's like it oh there you in, go there you go i right? like that yeah. yeah so it's spelled like his last name rock yeah. on so it's perfect uh, uh uh so he's cruising and then uh um uh he gets to uh the venue uh and then uh he has a couple of like musician friends and one of them is um a guy named tyler stevens Mm. hey man i heard you're up for 30 under 30 
Yeah, I've been. Uh, this is something that I've been working for a while. Like I've got some 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 tracks that I'm laying down that I really think could could push me. But like my 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 Rick had me do these shows that I'm not even getting fucking paid for or whatever, and I have to perform with you guys. Sorry, not you, not you, Taylor. You're fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just I'm, but I get it, bro. It's yeah. Gosh, you know, I remember when I was your age, I all I cared about... How old are you, Taylor? 30, <laughs> 30 and a half. Oh, okay. Well, so you're, just, not that, you're not that... I, mean, I know, it's, yeah. It's but, pretty fresh, I'm, so I... Uh, okay. But, like, I'm, I'm over the threshold. I oh. can't be 30 <laughs> under 30 anymore. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, what happened last year, right? What? The, the 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 bands that got it, they all got to be on SNL as musical guests. Oh, oh my... That's your dream, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And when I saw Ashley Simpson go up there and completely botch that opportunity, I knew I'd never, ever do that. I would make sure. Oh, my. I got to get on that 30 for under 30. 30 under 30 to play at 30 Rock, man. That's the the dream. Anyways, bro, do a good job because, uh, you know, I know you're you're always – uh, playing and then if um, the audience uh, claps off beat, you it always throws you off. You always yell at the audience. Just uh, chill on that tonight, man. I know, I know. You're it's, scouts. It's fine, it's fine. But you know what, uh, Taylor? I'll just. It seems like they're, they're, you're up with your uh, your your Smiths Lincoln Park hybrid band. So just get up there and and have a great show. All right, sounds good, man. Rock on. Yeah. Uh, 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 while he goes up, um, he sees uh, he sees a guy with a Rolling Stones T-shirt and a press badge, <laughs> and you know, like those uh, uh, like black frame glasses um, and a mullet, and you're just like, that's the- oh no, that's Anderson Rex, the 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 biggest publicist of, writer of Rolling Stone. He's the one who makes all the under 30 decisions. Oh, man. Uh, Taylor's up there, and Taylor says, how's it going, uh, 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 West Hollywood? And the audience says, this is uh, Century City. <laughs> and then, boo. And then he sees uh, An- Anderson. Anderson Rex. Anderson yeah. Rex, like, oh, got the, <laughs> wrote the wrong, called the wrong city. And he, <laughs> and he scratches off uh, Taylor's ban off the list. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, he's, this guy is here. He means business. Oh, man. I, I'm freaking out. I'm fr- oh, I got to go outside. Uh, Jonathan goes outside, and uh, uh, he sees um, uh, uh, just a, company, a bunch of smokers. You know, everybody goes outside and hangs out and smokes. Yeah. Uh, um, and then he spots uh, among them um, uh, a lovely young woman. Her name is not Vanessa or Celine, <laughs> and she's just uh, um, talking with some friends. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, just breathe. Just breathe. Hold on. Okay, inhale. No, three seconds. Are you okay? You, what, what? You seem like you're having a panic attack. Do you, uh, want, a, do you want a cigarette or something? Uh, uh, yeah. I'll just, yeah, just, I'll, I'll take anything. Just give it a... She gives him a cigarette and lights it for him. <coughs> are you okay? Do you smoke? I, I don't smoke cigarettes. Oh, they give that back. Uh, these are no, like... No, you already gave it. I mean, let me just finish it. These are like... I don't think you should smoke those, dude. 
<sighs> Those are 45 cents each. What are you doing? Are you okay? <sighs> I'm sorry. I just... This is a really big opportunity for me. I just thought this was going to be one of, another of my, my manager's dumb free shows he has me do just to stay fresh in the local scene. But no, this is the guy from Rolling Stones is here, and I'm kind of freaking out. You a musician? Yeah, I didn't even fuck. I, see, I was saying this the whole time. You have no idea who I am. Yeah, I, I'm one of the I'm, I'm one of the people performing tonight. Oh. Well, you seem really nervous. Uh, uh, is this like your first time performing? Uh, no, it's just, I guess the first time it's mattered. Well, I'm not a musician. Uh, I am a, a kindergarten teacher. And, you know, for me, when I teach kids, I get nervous too because I'm shaping the future. The stakes cannot be higher. But you know what I do? You're going to ask what? Oh, no, I'm... Is, oh, you know I've got your teacher, so, so yeah. I have to, yes, I, I apologize. Yeah, what, what do you do? I don't... Yeah, uh, so uh, whenever I get an audience uh, of all these kindergartens and I get nervous, I just remember that every one of these kids are going to shit their pants this year. Hmm. So I just want you to think about that when you're in the audience tonight. Everyone in there is probably going to be pissing, shitting, throwing up all over themselves by the end of the night, so you have nothing to be afraid of. Even that guy, that Rolling Stones guy, he's probably going to do too much drugs and wake up with a... Uh, pants full of diarrhea in the morning. Hmm. <laughs> wow, I uh, never really looked at it like that before. That's uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't think I introduced you. I'm Jonathan, by the way. <laughs> oh, hi, Jonathan. Uh, my name is Julie. Julie, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, good luck. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you going to catch the show or? Yeah, I'll hand that to the cigarette. I got a lot of cigarettes to smoke. Oh, okay. Oh. I'll see you inside, I guess. Yeah, I gotta finish the one that you didn't finish. <laughs> oh, right, right. Again, I don't know how to smoke these things. Uh, Jonathan heads back on stage, and uh, he first thing he does is he uh, spots Anderson, and he's got his little notepad out. He's focused. Okay. Okay, just like we rehearsed. All right. Oh my god, am I on stage right now? I'm kind of freaking out. I, uh, am I? Hey everyone, just to just confirm, am I? Am I on stage? You're on stage, dude. Oh, okay, sorry guys. Uh, uh, okay, that was just my comedy. You know, I'm just doing a, a goofy. All right, hi, I'm uh, I'm Jonathan Farak, and these are uh, this is my band, the Nobodies, and uh, uh, they'll be doing some just some backing, some backing guitar and everything, but I'll. Um, I'm the star. All right, dude. One, two, three. They start playing. It's going amazing. It's going really well. That's that's the way the song goes. Jonathan's eyes are closed and. He is tasting it. He is listening to it. He is smelling it. And I said, you are the one forever and sometimes maybe never. Big finish. Big finish. And everybody cheers. It's another really great gig. Uh, Jonathan does that thing where he 
uh, wipes his <laughs> his face with a towel and he throws in the audience. <laughs> yeah, and then I, but I have I have a disorder, so I just can't stop sweating. So I have several towels. So, so everyone that wants yeah. one, everyone gets a towel. Gets one. Everybody, people are lining up to yes. get towels. <laughs> yes. But then uh, uh, as he's handed these towels, uh, Anderson is at the front of the line now, and he says, um, "So Jonathan from the Nobodies, how are you doing?" Uh, hey, uh, I'm sorry, just to, uh, I know, sorry, just to clarify, it's Jonathan and the Nobodies, but yes, I'm doing okay. Hey, nice to, nice to meet I you. I just want to let you know that I, I caught your show earlier and I thought it was amazing. Uh, no, you were here? Yeah. Uh, no, I just, you guys don't come to, you know, the, <laughs> the crispy pork gang on a Sunday. It's Well, um, I, I love uh, Thai food, so I, Decided to come here, and I'm glad I did. But I just want you to know yeah. that, uh, um, you know, I'm I'm currently compiling the list for Thirty Under Thirty. And, and I, I've heard of I've heard of that, and um, but well, I, I just wanted to say I thought you uh, did a good job. Um, but uh, can I give you another advice? Yeah. You know, and if it comes to Thirty or Thirty, what we're looking for is a lot of times uh, just being more chill more more you know confident and i feel that uh your constant name dropping yourself and and kind of making yourself the the lead singer that's uh not very not very collaborative so that's uh that's not something we look for. that's not really rolling stone material you know it's rolling stone it's not keith richards and the rolling stones uh, but i mean i'm just Look, you just have to know, it really took a long time for me to get to this point and really believe in myself. I just didn't have that growing up. And, like, you got to understand, I'm not being, like, narcissistic. It's just, I'm just, this is just, this is my my life. Sure, sure. Well, uh, in any case, I uh, thought you did a great job. And, um, you know, I'm still in town for a couple of weeks, so uh, maybe I'll see you around some of these other shows. Uh, I, I, we can, there, I have another show t- tomorrow. You can come. I, I can get, like, uh, I'll pick you up, and can you come tomorrow? Is that a... Is that oh, a, okay. Well, maybe, yeah, I could free up some time tomorrow. Oh, okay, just just trust me on this, all right? I won't let you down. Okay. So can I get that towel now? Oh, Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of dried off. Just give me, I'll do some jumping jacks. Uh, John, sorry, doing jumping jacks. All right, uh, uh, we fade into uh, the next day, and um, uh, Jonathan's talking to um, John, uh, his buddy John, who uh, in this world is a uh, 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 barista yeah. at a. Jamba Juice. A barista and a Jamba Juice. Or sorry, I don't know what they're called. A yeah, smoothie, smoothie general. Order for Jacqueline? Uh, got it. So how'd your show go last night? Uh, you know, I thought it went, I went, you know, I crushed. I did, uh, if you're not here tomorrow, then I'll be fine. And I thought that that was a good way to end things. Um, That's my favorite song of yours. Great yeah. job. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and I saw some some crime you know it was it was a great show i just the the rolling stones guy anderson rex went up to me and he said that i was it was too much of me you know and not enough of just the band or that i was too i don't know i didn't really i I just thought i was giving a good show you know just being the front man or something well you know the way i see it whenever i go to a show i'm not there to see one guy crush it i'm there to 
lose myself in the music. Yeah. So maybe that's what was going on. Maybe he was able to lose himself. He was too, he was too caught up in the farak of it all. Uh, I guess, but if, if, if I don't see it, then like, I, I guess I, 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 I don't know what to do. I just, what do you, am, am I, have I talked too much of myself to you over the course of our friendship? Well, you really have been standing here for half my shift just waiting to talk about what you're doing. You haven't even asked me how my day is going. Well, I know how your day is going. You're handing out smoothies. The context is already here. I don't Maybe I have feelings about that. You ever think about that? How do you feel about handing out smoothies, John? I love it. It's my okay. favorite. I love handing out smoothies. I like the look on people's faces when they uh, just take that first sip and they're like, ooh, is there an immunity boost in here? Because I feel great. Okay, yeah. So, well, now that we got that uh, out of the way, see, I do ask you about you. I'm I know, not... I know, I love it. That's why we're best friends. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what happened to the, the hinge date from last night? You guys were up till like 6 a.m. Yeah, it, uh, you know, it was, it was good. You know, we got drinks. Uh, uh, oh, hold that thought. <laughs> so, oh, do you want me to go? Order for Sarah? Oh, Okay. Sorry, what were you saying? So, yeah, so we went out and uh, got drinks. We went to Echo Park. You know, I don't really go there often. So it was like a spur-of-the-moment thing. And so, the thing about you is always this, this dalliance, this spur-of-the-moment yeah. thing. Maybe you should plan it out a bit more, you know? Yeah. Go out and, like, meet girls away from the phone. Meet them more organically. You got to meet some girls in person. I don't know, though, but it's just sometimes... There's so many girls at your yeah. show. Right, right. I know, but like, yeah, I get, I get that. But like, you know, sometimes there is a thing where you just run into someone at the right moment, the right time, and then I'll hold you that just thought. think. There's no one in here. You already handed out the last smoothie. What it's are you a, mixing? It's an online order. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I, that one. They're gonna come in in a few minutes. Uh, okay. All right. Well, well, I agree. I agree with that. Sometimes you can meet people at the right time, and I think you just got to be present and be in the moment. Stop closing your eyes and stop focusing on what people are going to think of you or, or what Anderson poop or whatever is going to think of you. Yeah, I just, you know, I just wish that would happen at some point. I just... The bell, the door opens. It's one of those things with a little bell. Ding, ding. And then the light casts this beautiful, hazy halo as Julie from the other night walks in. Uh, she walks up to the counter. Order for uh, pick up here. Pick up an online order for Julie. Oh yeah, right here. Yeah, this is the uh, Razzmatazz Spectacular. Uh, great order by this. My favorite. Oh hey, uh, you were at the show, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, you look familiar. Razzmatazz. That's a. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not really a fan. I think it's too sweet. But you know, I, I think it says a lot about you, though. You, so you, you like, do you like candy and stuff? What a weird way to start a conversation. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I, I, I do one. like candy. I like candy because, uh, again, I work with kids. Yes, kindergarten. So yeah. uh, do you sneak, like, when a kid is or a, a parent is being bad to you, do you, like, sneak a Snickers or something during, during your shit? I don't know what you do. No, I'm professional. I only eat my candy after hours. I don't oh. ever eat on the job. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Julie. <laughs> uh, um, how did your show go? It, uh, you know, I thought it went, you, oh, didn't you, I thought you were going to watch it. You, you didn't, did you miss it or? Uh, yeah, I missed it. I had to go home and watch, uh, something on TV. 
Oh, that's fine. You know, it, it, it's a cartoon uh, on Nickelodeon. You said a cartoon it's, on Nickelodeon. Uh, it's uh, something that we used to watch as kids, but a lot of uh, my uh, kindergarten teachers, uh, kindergarten students, like it now. Oh, I mean, um, you know, it's the Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Sh- oh my god! <laughs> I always wanted to be Timmy. I always had a, you know, but like I didn't understand his methods to things. I always thought bigger picture. I would, I would have solved world hunger. I would have. You know, made sure like racism ended, and you know he had so much power. But you know, when you, when you're that young, you just don't know the gravity or what you're capable of. I think. Wow, I wish you had uh, <laughs> fairly odd parents instead of Timmy Turner, because you would have made the world a much better place. Because yeah. I I am a kind, considerate person, and I wish yeah. that more people were like that. Yeah, I'm just glad you you watch fairly odd parents and not that. Dumbass show SpongeBob. I hate SpongeBob. These uh, kids all day long. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, Patrick, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. I hate man. them all. No. Hey, instead of doing a meme, why don't you me? I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm trying to. Yes. I don't have a joke. I don't have a joke. Sorry, Julie. I'm, you're not a stand-up, right? You're a musician. You, you're, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Well, uh, it was so nice meeting you. Uh, by the way, aren't you playing again tonight at uh, the Abbey? The Abbey. Yeah. I'm. Uh, it, I should be uh, closing that one out. So if if you want to, you know, stop by, please do. I, I'd love to see you again. Maybe I'll see you there. All right. See you. Julie uh, walks away. Who was that? So that was somebody who was at my, you know, bummed a cigarette off of her last night. I don't even smoke, but I did it because I was so overwhelmed. And you know, she gave it to me, and yeah, and that's it. Nothing more. Why didn't you get her number? Oh my god, dang it. See, uh, this is your problem. We've always talked about this. Everything has to be so convenient for you. It has to come up on a silver platter on these little apps. Yeah. You need to put a little bit of work. Yeah. Connect. Throw in a little bit of commitment. Yeah, you're right. I just, you know, sometimes it's easier thinking things as a choose-your-own-adventure game than it is actually taking it on head-on, right? Maybe Jonathan's phone uh, blips. He's got another match. Oh, give me a second. Delete it. Hold on. Delete the app, Jonathan. But uh, they're uh, they're like they they work as an assistant to DreamWorks. That's kind of cool, right? Like DreamWorks Animation. Is that so relevant? No, it's not relevant. They haven't had a a title since Ice Age. But if if delete so- it, come on. If you, if uh, uh, I told you, you gotta live live in the real world. You gotta meet people. She said she's gonna be at the show tonight. That's such a good sign. Do you know how much I hate going to your shows? Yeah. Oh. And she's willing to go to your show tonight. Hold on. Hold on. The girl just this girl just messaged me. What'd she say? She's asking what I'm up to right now. Tell her you're busy. You're hanging out with your your friend at work at Jamba Juice. Uh. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna. Uh. Okay. Hey, bud. I gotta. I gotta talk oh, to you later. Gosh. Yeah, I think I'm gonna gonna check her. She invited me to coffee now. We uh, go ahead and we cut to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Chris. Uh, no, not Chris. yeah. Chris is uh, um, at home, and uh, he's. Uh, uh, Clean out some stuff, and then Jonathan walks into the house. Hey, little bro. Uh, hey, man. Just clean out some old stuff uh, from uh, uh, the old house before we sell it. Yeah, I'm, I can't say that uh, I'll miss this place, but I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this for mom and dad. 
Yeah. You know what? I found a... I found your old xylophone. Remember that thing? <laughs> yeah, mom got that for me while we were at a guitar center because I wouldn't shut up while you were looking at guitars to buy. Yeah, it's too bad. It's been six years since I picked up a guitar. Too busy selling houses all across the county. Yeah. You know I'm the I'm the number one uh, 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 real estate agent in the city now, right? Yeah, you. Uh... You make it a point every time, uh, and then I seen your billboards. <laughs> but God damn it, little bro! I never told you this, but I was always jealous of you. What? How you were always the one winning talent shows, commercials, doing everything. You know, mom and dad loved you. It's just, I, I know, but. What? It was never, I, my heart was never in it, you know? I, yeah. Yes, that I love the fans, of course. Yes, that I love the money, who doesn't? Yes, the, the, the adoration, the influence, the, the parties, the women, the, the money, the drugs, mm. the, uh, did I say money yet? A lot of money. Yeah, yeah, money was mentioned. That was all great, but you know, these were songs that other people wrote for me, and these were covers, and you know, it's it, it was it was just never what you had, which I could see, I could feel it every time you got on that stage. Your eyes would close, and it was like you could taste the music, you could smell the notes, and in your heart, it was like your heartbeat was the metronome. And I always envy that about you, little bro. Yeah. At that moment, Jonathan started having heart palpitations and passed out. <laughs> he woke up in the same upside down, but instead of Ray Charles, there was another figure. Uh, um, uh, it is uh, Elvis. Here's all the house going there, little Oh my God! I How you say you that Jonathan fellow, ain't you? Holy shit! I just saw Baz Luhrmann's movie the other day. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're so relevant right now. Well, uh, you know, I ain't a movie star. I ain't a. <laughs> I ain't a. You know, I'm a real person. I'm a real person. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> ain't no character for you to make fun is of. It, make is, character. Is it true that the Colonel sounded as weird as Tom Hanks made it sound? Oh, even weirder, buddy. Even weirder. <laughs> that guy. Well, I'll tell you what. I needed subtitles to understand what he was saying in real life. You know. <laughs> So what's what's the matter, bud? Why why'd you pass out? It's it's just that, like, I'm in this point uh, as my life as an artist, as a person, musician, where, you know, I really have to look at like how I've been doing it, and if I'm doing it for the right reasons, for myself, for the art, and I just I just don't know. And I was in the middle of talking with my brother, and he was telling me that he's jealous of me, and I always thought he was the one who had it all. So I don't I don't know what to make of any of this. I think you just need to believe in the music, believe in the message, believe in the love that you have on stage. Because for me, man, if I could go back and do it again, I'd sit my mama on stage and I'd just sing to her. Because at the end of the day, that's what's the most important. Me, my family, my music. What's important to you? I, I guess I... Uh been chasing recognition 
some sort of acknowledgement of my talents that didn't stop to really ask what was the big thing, the reason behind all this. Well, you ain't going to figure it out. You ain't going to succeed until you figure it out. Mm. Say, uh, before you get going, you hungry? Um, I got yeah. these uh, uh, peanut butter, jelly, banana sandwiches. We deep fry. Mama deep fries are okay. real good. I, uh, I mean, if I eat I it. I call it Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold? What? Fool's Gold, yeah. Fool's Gold. If, yeah. I, if I eat it here, will it, will it transfer? To oh, hell me? yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, so I will be. Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And uh, you don't got to show after this, do you? Because yeah. uh, you will shit yourself. Oh, no, I mean, uh, I'll be fine. It's okay. I'm, we'll I, take one bite. Yeah, take I one go bite. to Taco Bell all the time, and you know what? It's cool. I need. A, I don't like going on empties, performing on an empty stomach, and I got to be up. Okay, Because good. I have a girl who's actually going to come and check me out, so I got oh. to be ready for it. There you go. There you go. Maybe that's what you need. That's the meaning you've been searching for. Yeah, so, okay, uh-huh. let's, let's, I'll, I'll take a bite, yeah. All right, there you go. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Farewell. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Uh, this time, uh, uh, Chris's brothers. Hey, man, are you okay? You just passed out. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just got taken somewhere, but I, I for some, I'm, uh, I know I'm not hungry anymore. So that's that's cool. All right, great. Well, uh, uh, good luck on the show tonight. I'll be there to support you, little brother. All right, Chris. I'll see you. Uh, we cut to the Abbey. And uh, uh, the audience is getting settled. It's a very formal show. There's seats, there's chairs. Uh, in the front row, you see uh, Anderson, Julie, and Chris, and John, uh, kind of all in the front row. Uh, there's no one dancing. There's no one, like, jumping up. It's a very classy affair. Okay. Uh, uh, but that also means there's a cold audience in there. They're waiting. The the uh, on the, on, the, on the stage right now, uh, a roadie is just tuning all the instruments. In the backstage, we have a um, uh, uh, the agent Rick uh, talking to Jonathan. Uh, okay. Hey, buddy, you ready for this big gig? Yeah, I I think um this one is is this one. I'll, I'm gonna pr- finally prove to everybody that I'm I'm not this. This self-centered, grandiose. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true artist, and Anderson Rex is finally gonna see that and put me on the thirty under thirty. Hell yeah, bud! I can't wait for it. This is a big gig. This is the big night. I'm ready. I'm excited for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, I made sure everything. Hold on. What's going on, bud? Uh, oh, you want some cocaine? Um, I, I mean, I'm, it's just my, my stomach is, is kind of like. But I, I, sure, I'll take a bump. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, uh oh, oh no! Yeah, up! You pirate up! That wasn't the move. My body's uh oh, oh god! I, uh, Rick, you gotta stall. What? You gotta stall. You need me to stall. You need to stall. Oh, uh, hold on. I, I, I think I, I'm going I, through a tunnel. Hey, Melissa, Melissa. Rick, you're right here. The <laughs> the the curtains go up. Uh, uh, the the drummer. Uh, uh, counts off one, two, uh, one, two, three. Jonathan shits himself. Oh, I'm on, on stage singing. Go, baby. 
yeah. and he just turns this into yeah. this song. His bandmates, they're used to this, the, the nobodies, <laughs> so they start just kind of catching up, and it's just this whole improvised song. Yeah. Jonathan is shitting himself. The audience doesn't know what to do because the music is raw and real, and the emotion's there, yeah. but at the same time, they can smell yeah. the, the doo-doo. It's like a marathon runner who just has to keep going to the finish. That's you know? right, it's, and everybody's in awe, but also disgusted. Yeah, so, and it through the throws, banging on the piano, hitting all the keys, getting out of the, the seat. But then as soon as I finally hit the climate, the end, my final note of my performance, I slam my, 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 my bottom on the, the seat. And in that, diarrhea and shit flies out the back of my Yeah, Yeah, it's like over. a water balloon finally exactly. popping and it just shoots up as he sits up. Like one big confetti for the end of the show. Just then, one shit confetti. Uh, uh, Rex Anderson, again, who's in the first front seat, throws up on stage. And uh, then Julie throws up. And then Chris throws up. And then John says, I haven't had anything to eat all day. <laughs> I was going to wait until after the show to go eat. I'm glad I did. Uh, so uh, uh, we go ahead and uh, uh, the curtain coat goes down. The fire department comes in and shuts the place down because it's a biohazard fucking uh, mess in there. Uh, uh, and uh, 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 everybody goes home and it's just a mess. Uh, the next day, uh, 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 Rick calls um, Jonathan again. Now he, it's uh, 2. No, he's waiting later. It's 5 p.m. Hello. Hey, good morning. I waited till five. Yeah. It's Rick, by the way. Yeah, don't worry. I haven't slept. Oh, well, fuck. I could have called you earlier. Yeah, I know. But what's what up? What's going on, Rick? I just want to let you know that uh, you know Rex. uh, He actually called, and. I can't believe I let you sit and wallow in your shame all day. Good news, bud. You're going to be in 30 under 30 this week. What? No way. That was a... Yesterday was just a... It was a nightmare. It was like a... Rex. uh, Anderson Rex called me. He said, you know what? That was just the most raw, wild, amazing sense of, you know, uh, the craziness that's uh, ever happened. He's ever witnessed on... Uh, 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 on stage, and he says, "Oh man, now that's rock, rock and roll, baby." I mean, I, I, I just don't, I just don't know what to, to make of it. I mean, it, it, it was, I guess, the first time that I really just threw myself into something without wondering what people were gonna think of me, or I, I just had a show to do, you know. And it, yeah, and uh, you know what? Uh, Talked to the other bandmates, and they all said, "Wow." That's the one time he didn't go take the credit. He says, "You know what? We're all we're all uh, 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 making this beauty together. You know, this wild, disgusting, beautiful uh, 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 symphony. You know." Yeah, I guess uh, it is a a little bit of a, a Nickelodeon slime element to it. Speaking of which, <laughs> I got a gig to tell you about. They want you to play at the Kids' Choice Awards uh, in August. What do you say? You know what? Get me a diaper. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, Melissa, are you on? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, can you uh, can you order some diapers? Some of the depends. 
What's your waist size, Jonathan? Um, I'm a 46. 46? I, I like wearing big belts or type, but like big pants type okay, belts. I, I, okay, I'm not asking what pants size you wear. I need to know what diaper size you wear. Oh, diapers. So, I mean, so like you're your actual oh, waist sorry. size. I thought I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with diapers. I apologize. I thought they went for pants waist sizes. I will go with a heavy soil large. Thank you. Okay, great, man. So, you get that? Heavy soil large, um, pampers, or. Depends. 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 Gotta get the pens. Trust me on Jonathan, trust you. It's worth the extra worth the extra. Okay. Um all right. Yeah, I guess uh we'll do we'll do that and Nickelodeon Choice Awards. Anything I should know going into it? Uh do not shit yourself this time. Because this is kids, it's families. Don't worry. I think I got it. Okay. Uh, 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 I gotta go, buddy. I'm going through a tunnel. Okay. All right, Rick. You go through that tunnel. Uh, he gets another uh, FaceTime call. Oh. It's, uh, John. Oh. Hey, what's up, man? Why are you calling? Oh, I just wanted to ask how you're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, I... I saw, by the way, uh, I talked to that girl. Uh, Julie. Oh. She was at the show last night. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I saw you sitting next to each other. Uh, I felt so bad. She she just left, and I I couldn't apologize for it. It was disgusting, and I hope she doesn't think I'm some weird freak or something that just shits every performance. Yeah, that was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Wait a second. What's that? And he notices like in the frame behind Jonathan, it's like the Tinder girl from the other day. Jonathan, you said you're gonna delete that app. Uh yeah. I just um. You know, I'm I'm young. You know, I gotta put myself out there. Come on, John. You know how it is. You're, you're missing a, out. You're missing a big choice, okay? Try to see try to see things from her perspective, okay? She came out to see a show. You know, two nights in a row. She's a kindergarten teacher for for crying out loud. You know, she's got early mornings, and and she came out to see you two nights in a row, and then you shit yourself, and you don't even talk to her afterwards or, or call her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I just, I don't know. You gotta make it up to her. You gotta do something big. Yeah, yeah, John. I guess you're right. You know what? I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna go find. But I don't. I don't know where she goes. She's. I don't have her number. What I do you know about her? Her name's Julian. She's a. Oh, she's a. She's a teacher. Oh, I'll go to every elementary school in the five mile radius and. And f- try to find her. Okay, I think it's great. Just be careful. <laughs> uh, 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 we cut to a montage, and Jonathan's just jump running into elementary schools, uh, and it's like that classic, like uh, uh, Wayne's World thing, where he runs into every uh, chapel. He runs into every classroom. Yeah. And he yells out. Hey, hey, uh, is Julie here? She was at my comedy show, right? Or, sorry, a comedy show. Uh, just a show. I'm sorry. It felt like a comedy show because of how crazy it was, where I shit myself on stage. Anybody? The teacher's like, are you looking for a student named Julie? No, she's over the age of 18. She's a teacher. Oh, no, my name's not Julie. Oh, uh, then do you know... No, I don't know every single kindergarten teacher in the city. Uh, he goes to the next classroom. Uh, okay. Hey, look, uh, I'm here to pick up my student or my my daughter Susie uh, from her teacher Julie. That's you, right? No, I'm not Julie. Okay, but you don't know where your kid goes to school. 
this is the class. That's Susie right over there. Hey, Susie. I don't know this man. That's Susie. Sir, I'm going to call the police. Uh, uh, <laughs> Cut to the next school. Okay. Hey, um, I'm going to be presenting to you guys today a little insight into my life as a musician. Okay. One kid would raise his hand. Uh, yes. What? Do you know... Do you know Baby Shock? I, I do know Will Baby Shock. Will you sing Baby Shock? I, I can do that, but maybe after I go a little about myself. Can we, is that okay with you? Boo. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. do you like that one? Does yeah. It, yeah. Anyways. Cut to the next school. Any, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Ruler to the face. It's a Catholic school. Uh, you will not speak during quiet reading time. Yes, sister. Yes. Um, can I? Is there mother? <laughs> Another ruler to the face. Just... Raise your hand before you speak to me. Yes. I. Uh, um, hello. I was hoping to speak to mother or sister Julie. I. I'm, I'm not. Um, this is my first time in one of these places. It's a slap. There's no one by the name of Julie here. Okay. Um, do you are you familiar with with me as a as a musician? Uh, Rock and roll is the devil's music. Okay, then um, can I leave? Yes. <laughs> Cut to the next school, and this time. Uh, uh, she sees all these uh, kids walking into this classroom. Yeah. But wait a second. There's a SpongeBob backpack. One of these kids has a Patrick Star shorts. One of them has a clarinet. Another one's got crab claws. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like a, it's, a, it's a classroom full of SpongeBob fans. Oh, oh my God. Uh, all right, this is... I guess it's uh, age appropriate, so I can't really say anything here. But just so you all know, if you're all, uh, you know, working a, you know, minimum wage job uh, at a certain point, maybe uh, instead of watching cartoons, go to college. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, I got. Is a teacher Julie, walks in is and Julie it's Julie here. What the heck is going on? <gasps> oh my god, hey. I'm so sorry. This is so weird to like show up. How and, did you find me? Uh, I just I don't know, call me old fashioned, but I just went from school to school in the, the district and you know, looking for you. You went to every school in the city? There's like three hundred Kindergarten classes. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, I had a whole system where I, you know, I planned it out 10 minutes each school, had the Uber queued up. I really, I really thought this through because you really left an impression on me. That's really nice. You left an impression on me too, not just because of, you know, you did a good job, but you also shit yourself yeah. on stage, which yeah. is the opposite of what I told you to do. You're supposed to imagine everyone else shitting themselves, but you're the one that shit yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to shit the bed when you're already shitting the pants, isn't it? <laughs> right? I guess that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's the worst thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Cut to, uh, back to the smoothie place. The Tinder date is still with John. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I can get you another free smoothie. Um, I mean, I guess, but like, I my friend isn't gonna be able to pick me up for another half hour, and I was kind of expecting this guy to pay for drinks. So, coffee. I mean, we weren't gonna go drinking the day or anything. That's not really his style. He doesn't really pay. He doesn't. He, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> um, he doesn't pay. So no, I'm sorry. He does pay. He pays for me all the time. He's like one of my best friends. He's a really generous guy. He just doesn't pay for his Tinder uh, dates. Your friend kind of sucks. Cut back to the <laughs> the the classroom. Yeah, I just. Well, I think it uh, uh, you know it shows a lot of maturity, and I really appreciate you uh, uh, coming over here to to finally come see me after I came to see you in two different shows. Yeah. Well. Just, uh, I'm going to be, actually, I'm going to be performing at the, the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. The kids, uproarious! Wow, yay! <laughs> and if you want, I could see if I could add a plus 30. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and she thinks about it for a second. It's a date. Uh, we cut to a month later, and uh, uh, he's at the Kids' Choice Awards in the front row, is Julie. She's got all 30 of her kindergartners. That's a huge kindergarten class, by the way. <laughs> and then uh, Jonathan uh, is rocking out. Uh, but also in the audience, uh, uh, we have John, we have Rick, we have um, Taylor, the other guy from the rock band. We have his brother, Chris. We have uh, the two random Tinder dates. Anderson's there with a t-shirt of Jonathan. Yeah, you know, that's right. Just... Anderson's a convert. He's a big fan now. He's holding the, the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Jonathan <laughs> on the cover. Uh, and then finally, uh, 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 while Jonathan's playing, uh, uh, he sees the ghost of Ray Charles and uh, Elvis cheering him on. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, I lock eyes with Elvis, and he gives me a... You know, a finger thing. That's and right. I, he does a little yeah. the Elvis move. And then I lock eyes with Ray Charles, and then he gives a finger thing, and then I get weirded out because I remember he's blind, but then I remember in heaven he can't see, so I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then finally, I'm finally doing the last piano. It crescendos, you know. Who's <laughs> who's popular? Halsey's gonna, <laughs> about to introduce the, the movie star of the year. I'm concluding. Finally, it's the final note. Bang, I'm standing up, and I go to sit down again with my diaper filled with what? Slime. Sit. <laughs> but it's so much slime, it goes through the whole Nickelodeon Choice Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just complete, utter performance, just spectacle, then standing ovation. And all the, all the kids are like, ah, it does taste like oatmeal. Yeah. And then we fade to black. Yes. All right. And that has been uh, uh, Music of the Heart. Uh, a story of perseverance and another word that I forgot. That's right. Sorry, Jonathan for a rock. All right. That's our rom-com, everybody. That's a wild one. Uh, never have I ever done a more scatological set of improv before. <laughs> I hope that was fun. Uh, like I mentioned to you, I don't, I haven't done improv in a while, so this is this is what my improv is like. Yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, 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 when you get a little bit rusty, you're gonna do a lot of 
uh, 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 sh- uh, sitting down in uh, diapers and, <laughs> and poop and slimes. Uh, yeah, why not? Pull, pull, billowing out everywhere. It's a, uh, you know, I was trying it's to. It's a crowd pleaser. If, <laughs> yeah. What's that old movie of uh, the, 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 it was in like the 90s that came out about like, was it, no, who was it? Beethoven? No, no, it was like, he farted or something. It was like a penis, like old time, whatever, it doesn't matter. A penis farting the whole time? I think that was like a thing. I don't know. Amadeus? Amadeus. That might be it. Yeah. Amadeus or something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, what plugs you got? Uh, anyway, so yeah. So my plugs, uh, you could find me on Instagram under uh, Jonathan Farrakh, spelled uh, F-A-R-O-C-K, last name, and spelled first name spelled J-O-N, not J-O-H-N. And you could find me performing every month at the Pack Theater on the sketch team Moonshot. First uh, Sundays. First Sundays, exactly, with David uh, as well. Um, yeah, you can catch us uh, anytime then, and, and feel free to come out. We post every time on uh, Moonshot Comedy on Instagram, so check us out there. All right, great. Well, uh, uh, that has been our Ron Comedy. We have our, uh, our plugs there. Jonathan, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, uh, this was not at all inspired by any personal gripes or things that I have with my siblings in any way. This was all fictional. I promise. Yeah, you want to give a shout out to your brother? No. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, uh, thanks so much for uh, tuning in for another episode of Rom Companion. We hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we hope to see you all in the future for some more fun rom-com action. Less poop next time. Yes, absolutely. Thank right. you. <laughs> Bye, everyone.